0: Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Blob Talk Radio. Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza Kick Radio. 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 radio. This is the Bulldozer, Matt Tremont. That there's one place to listen to on the internet Every Thursday, 9pm Yakuza kick radio Tremont says so Who wants some? God help us Jesus God and babies Jesus Help us Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America This is Danny Havoc And you have been listening to Or possibly are intending to listen to The Yakuza kick fucking radio Fucking yeah Yakuza kick radio Hell fucking yeah My name is Justice Page and you are listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. You're coming to come on Thursday night. This is a brotherhood, and we all stick together like my nuts. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. It's Yakuza Kick Radio! And we're taking over! Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the acid of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. shit is Well, this is Mr. Insanity, Toby Klein, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your jib, fella. This is Greg Excellent. i here to drag of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, you're probably watching porn and you have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Mann. man. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Give a nigga a real that cow, Mike. I just... All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you doesn't. Now look at that guy. You only fuck that. is Bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you, and fuck you! next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J.Cat Morris. You are now listening to... Yakuza Kid! Friday, June twenty sixth, two thousand fifteen. Welcome to Yakuza Cake Radio, I'm the host, think I want. We are on the fucking road. Uh this is a King of the Death match fucking road trip. We're about six hours into this uh excursion here. I believe we're in Ohio and it is for killers, apparently. I haven't seen one yet, but I'll take their word for it. Um, yeah, so big fucking weekend here. Um I didn't do a show yesterday apparently. Uh so a few things to talk about. Oh uh, just random things first. Uh, Kimbo Slice versus Ken Shamrock. Let's go with that real quick. A lot of people are calling it a work. I'm calling the two old men in a fight. You know? Uh, the one guy was a little bit older. He didn't have the strength to choke out the other old guy. And, uh, you know, he got knocked the fuck out for it. I mean, it's, uh, just the way I saw it. Like a younger, uh, Ken Shamrock. I might have said Frank before. Uh, you know, I think he choked out Kimbo no problem back in the day, but, uh, as Biggie said, motherfucker, this ain't back in the day. But you don't hear me, though. And, uh, you know, Kimbo Slice, man, oh, he hits fucking hard. There was nothing worked about that uh, that cut above his eyes. So, I don't know. It was what it was. It was fun for me. I don't know about it for Ken, but uh, it was good. I watched the uh, Nick Cage-Chris Dickinson match from beyond. I thought the match was fucking crazy, but um, the commentary was absolute garbage. They put uh, Jocka and Pinky on the commentary, and it was like playing the theme to Gummy Bears over the top of the match. I-, I mean, they were doing the whole Pazuzu, and they were like cheerleading their dude in the match, which completely takes away from the match. Uh, I didn't like it. Um, but the match was fucking crazy. The bump that Gage took on the edge of the stage was absolute murder. just just uh, destroyed the middle of his back on that stage. And I was like, it's welcome back to the Indies, I guess, because it was one of his very first matches back. I don't know, maybe third or fourth match back, something like that. Takes a back body drop on the edge of the stage, so. That's fucking crazy shit. Um, let me see what else. Um, watch the first episodes of the reboot of BattleBots. Very excited about that. Um, a lot of these big spinning blade tall things that get you all excited, they are not the go-to fucking BattleBot. Apparently it's those, the little flat ones that look like a fucking phone book. Those things flip the other big bladed things, and uh, it's pretty cool how watch these nerds drive these things around that they spend a quarter of their fucking life building, and then it, uh, you know, gets knocked into pieces. I can only imagine the, the towers that these people must be climbing after their battle bot gets smashed into pieces in round one of this tournament, go epic the home and recycle their fucking bot. It's a shame. But uh, very entertaining for me, so... I'm taking into that. Also, the new season of um, Bar Rescue came on, which is pretty entertaining. I watch a lot of garbage TV, such as this. The um, One thing's a little funny is, uh, you know, they always say that these guys are un- unexpecting when they catch them slipping or whatever. And they have bars set up. Uh, can what the fuck? They're like a Paisley car just fucking past us. <laughs> It looks like a, like an old, uh, an old man's shirt that goes to a casino. That's kind of what this car looked like. It was patterned like a,
1: yeah, it was it was
0: fucking something else. This fucking vehicle, but um, so a little distracting. But yeah, they um, they rigged these bars with cameras. But I mean, if, if you're working there on a day-to-day basis, I I gotta think that you've seen the cameras. So I don't know how how much they're being caught slipping. Secondly, um, they had this one dude getting all wasted. He pulled his fucking shirt off. He was already wired for sound. So clearly, <laughs> you're not catching that guy out there. It was uh, pretty predetermined. Besides that, um, John Taffer needs to be fucking educated on the new terminology of what butt funneling means. Because in his world, it's it's when you put two bars, like uh, like pipes, on each side of the dance floor, and it forces two people to get closer together, and he calls them butt funnels. So when he's telling you how he's going to class up your establishment, and then he says that we're going to install three butt funnels in your bar, I don't think he knows how that translates to a lot of the younger crowd. And to me, it, it, it's uh, it's kind of counterproductive, dying over here. I'm, I'm watching this, he's like, what we're going to do? butt funnel right over here. I'm like, whoa, settle down, but This is, uh, I mean, maybe you could pixelate that out, but I don't know. It seems like a little much to class up this bar and your butt funnel in three different places in the bar. But, um, you know, other than that, it's pretty fun. Um, I love catch a contractor, huge Corolla fan. So seeing that back on is good. Um, what else? Fucking, um, tough enough. I watched that. This is going to be the worst review ever, but, um, there's a uh, leg like thing going on, and uh, he was he was in like the I guess the uh, the tryouts for the first episode type thing. I'm glad that he quit and then came back and quit again or whatever the fuck happened there because they just bounced him in and out of the episode like the whole fucking thing. Um, there's only so much you can do with a one-legged wrestler. I mean, I think they traveled like the whole the full spectrum of what you can do with Zach down. Um I can't imagine that you do anything else with that. You can't take a guy's offense seriously when he has one fucking leg. Um, I mean, especially when you got guys in there that are fucking have two legs. (laughs) Like, everybody but that one guy. I mean, there's got to be, like, a pretty clear path to victory, right? (laughs) I mean, they did the thing with that guy when they threw him down a flight of steps with a fucking monster. They played the, you know, the sympathetic thing had him out there with Hogan. I mean, what else can you do? Um, you can actually go back in the archives. He was actually on my show. Um, Um, but, um, yeah, I I don't like the one-legged guy. Listen, I know you're tough. You're going through a hell of a struggle and, uh, man, you got courage and Mm. you're a bad motherfucker. And the guy had his leg blown up in the war and shit. But come on, man, what are you going to do with a one-legged wrestler in the WWE? just Pull up the old shit on the network, watch that, and send the guy a fucking Christmas card or something. Um, doesn't make any sense. So then they went into the main episodes. Uh They got this one Cajun fucking guy that can carry alligators for camera on a quarter mile without fucking losing his shit. He's it, pretty ridiculous. But um, he's like cookie-cutter, like new Wyatt member. Um, I think his name's like the or some shit. Um, there's another guy who... They were kind of shitting on him. He knows some kind of karate or something, but he's a smaller guy. And uh, they were shitting on him because he's not big or something. They're like, oh, you know, you're not big, you're not strong, this and that. And he's just fucking smoking them in every one of their their, uh, challenges. So, and he's running his mouth about it. You know, they keep saying, like, oh, he's talking too much shit, this and that. He's beating them in all the fucking challenges after they try to shit on him. So, fuck him. I like that guy. At least for now. He's probably a dickhead by episode three. But um, as for now, that's that. You know, it, it's a pretty good uh, cast. They got Jericho on there, and uh, I think he's the host. And uh, Booker T's one of the coaches. And they got uh, Daniel Bryan, the judge, and uh, Paige is a judge and whatnot. So, you know, entertaining enough. Um, so, yeah, heading out to this uh, King of the Death match thing.
1: And uh, this is my
0: first. I'm attending a King of the Death match. Um, Let me pull up the fucking card for a six. Uh, strange things you have to do to host this type of uh, podcast. You have to take, like, a picture. When you have internet connection, you take a picture of the card, so that way you can look at the picture later and know what the fuck you're talking about. It's uh, something else. Anyway, round one, you got Brian Woods versus J.D. Horror and the fans-bring-the-weapons match. And then you got uh Devin Moore versus Reed Benley in a TLC times two, tables, tacks, ladders, light tubes, chairs, and candles. So they added like two of each letter is what they did there. Um then you got Dale Patrick's versus Adam Bueller. I've never seen Adam Bueller before. Um, he's a real thin dude. Uh barefoot, fish hooks, syringes, carpet strips and tubes. Uh, Corporal Robinson versus John Wayne Murdoch in a feel-the-burn match, which is Coles, uh, rubbing alcohol, lit cigarettes, and Tabasco sauce. Um, then you got Nick Gage versus Marcus Crane in a death-from-above match. I think it's like boxes, you know, hanging boxes type thing. Uh, Tank versus the bulldozer match, Remont, coming off his tournament of death win. You have a Texas Rope barbed wire boards and cactus pits match. Um, so, and then, uh, you got Masada and he's up against the green phantom in a Caribbean spider web match. You got sexy Eddie versus insane lane in a home run derby match. So that's, that's the first round. They're saying for second round, I think we got a circus death match in there. My guess is that Devin Moore goes into that cause he loves fucking heights. Uh, he's like either just the best scaffold match worker or just like the worst rooper on the planet. Or, uh, I don't know. I mean, he, he comes off a scaffold like like nobody's business. So, uh, that would be my, my guess on that. And uh, I forget what they got in the finals. Somehow it comes, some kind of other shit. Um, but we are headed into this thing with um 90% chance of fucking rain for night one. Uh, night one is going, you know, 7 o'clock. And apparently, seven o'clock is the exact time that the national uh, weather forecast says it goes to 90% chance of thunderstorm. So, um, yeah, they have their own stipulations lined up for this thing, and uh, I don't know about this. You know, I they they keep parroting out rain or shine, rain or shine. But tell me if anybody out here has ever said this phrase. I remember that time I sat outside in the rain in a chair for four hours. Because I've never had that happen in my life. I don't think tonight's gonna to be the night, but um, you know who knows? Stranger things have happened. Um, tomorrow during the day, two o'clock is uh, the Queen of the Death Matches, and uh, round one you got Sage Supreme versus Thunder Kitty in a Taipei death, high pay death barbed wire boards match. They fucked me up with the death in the middle thing there. Um, got Randy West versus Rebecca Payne in a battle of the Queens World Series of Glass match, uh you got Kathy the Butcher Owens versus Sabrina Six in a four corners of pain match. Blue Dark versus Mistress Burgundy. I think that's how you say her name. Burgundy. Yeah, there you go. Like Ron <laughs> Uh stay classy. Uh and a tax Carpet strips, barbed wire, bundle, white tube, ropes. And then the finals is going to be first time ever. Woman's gusset plate with pools of rubbing alcohol match. So, you know, they're keeping it mild. Um, and then, uh, you know, night two will commence the that evening. It's very, very exciting. I think the finals is going to be actually refereed by none other than Mr. Insanity, Adobe Klein. So, um, should be very exciting. Um, we're only, only a, a shy five hours away. So, um, this, uh, Sen- Senecaville, you know, everyone knows Senecaville We're passing that right now about the million Swift truck we have here on our right. Very, very exciting. Um, A lot of Hills grain silos, all of which I uh, expect Nick Gage to be shoveling cow food in, as he uh, said in the uh, shoot interview. He said, you know, you ever see those grain silos. That's me in there. So, I mean, hey, man, the tournament doesn't start till later tonight. I figure he's got time. Um, So, yeah, I mean, what else we got here? I mean, obviously, the crew here is Jeremy, AJ in the back, and – The infamous Whackpacker Hogan, you know. I mean, you're gonna see Whackpacker Hogan talk shows on location, from fucking Jersey to Indiana and back. You know, so be there. I mean, all he's got to say. Um, But yeah, it's gonna be a couple of days till till we're out of (laughs) here. I dropped all of his uh, catchphrases in there. Gimmick in, and Frankfurt, heavy giving gimmick and but what are you gonna do? Um shit, it's been like fifteen minutes and I said everything I, I plan on saying. Um, I guess I'll throw in just like a random fucking rant. Um I've had about a fucking enough of um the cards that go with every fucking store you shop in is a price-plus card, or is the fucking, uh hey, you're buying fucking dog food. You want a card to save fucking money every 18th time you buy fucking dog food? No, I don't want a fucking card that, that saves me money every 25th time that I buy dog food. You know why? Because I hate being the guy behind the asshole with a card that saves them money every 25th time they buy a fucking bag of dog food. I'm standing behind that type of guy with the fucking almost exact change of my hand or my card out of the little fucking card protector sheet ready to fucking go home because I've worked all fucking day and I just want to buy the food for my dog to eat and go home and, and they're looking through the fucking Dewey Decimal System to see how many fucking times that this guy bought a bag of Iams pet food. I don't want to be part of this system. And then I get up there You have the card. Well, don't you know you save 10% every 25 times that you shop here? I'm like, listen, you told me the last fucking hundred times I've been. I fucking know that. And I told you no last time. Have you noticed? The attitude's getting worse every time I see you. So I can't stand it. You understand one thing about Walmart i got to respect. They're called an evil corporation and this and that. When they push shit on sale, they just put shit on sale. They don't give a fuck whether you have a card or not. I'm already in the store. You you guys won. You know? <laughs> what else do you want out of me? You won. I'm fucking here and I'm purchasing your items. I, if I'm in ShopRite, it's like, well, and, and ShopRite is the one card I caved to because way back in the day you needed, like, if you didn't have a bank account, you could have a ShopRite card, and you can cash your fucking check at the ShopRite. So, you know, kind of win-win. It was like your own little check for ShopRite shoppers. Because, you know, after work on a Friday, you'd stop by the ShopRite and cash your check. And, you know, that's how they suckered you into the uh, the old Price Plus card. But, uh, you know, it's, it's the thing where it's like, all right, you know, ice cream $5, but if you have a card, it's $2. It's like, what the fuck do I need a card for? You know I'm here. You know I'm buying it. I don't really understand what the, the uh, gimmick is here. It's fucking strange. And um, it seems like, like the big deal is like, all right, they're going to find out what you're buying, and then uh, they're going to print you out coupons. I mean, if you're going to buy it again, you're going to buy it again. Uh, Walmart, their system seems to be this. If you buy something, maybe it's on sale, maybe it's not. If you buy it a lot, they stop stocking it altogether. That's what they do. You buy it like three fucking times then and you'll never see it again. That's how Walmart, Walmart runs business. I respect it because I don't need the card, but the stocking is a whole different situation. Um, yeah, these fucking cards got to go. I mean, I hate to be that asshole. I hate to be the guy in front of the guy who just wants to fucking go home. And I'm like, yeah, I got my card Oh, I got 200 points. Oh, what is that? One, uh, 200 out of 1,000? Fantastic. I'm on my left. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly-picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.